Positive attitudes thinking higher You can do anything you desire Positive attitudes thinking higher You can do anything you desire Hello everyone and welcome to our first podcast. I am Kathy, the founder and president of PATH, which stands for Positive Attitudes Thinking Higher. PATH is an upcoming 501c3 nonprofit organization and where our mission is to pretty much offer individuals a resourceful blueprint to increase their standard of living. Um, our podcast, um, we want to focus on individuals coming from different background settings and different career goals and to cater to an audience who can relate to those individuals as well as apply awareness. So for those who do not know, May is National High Blood Pressure Awareness Month. And being that high blood pressure does affect over 68 million Americans, that is one out of three adults, Path did feel like that was a relevant conversation to have. So today, we have Miss Dominique Pickford joining Hello. us. Hi, Dominique. Hey. How are you today? I am great. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. So tell us what you do. I am a nurse here at one of the local hospitals. I've been in the operating room for now about 12 years, serving Wake County. Okay, so that makes you... Um, able to tell the folks about what we're talking about. Yes, y'all should okay. trust me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's just get right in it. For those who may not have an understanding of what high blood pressure is, can you like give us a, a understanding? Yeah, so it's often referred to as a silent killer because we walk around and not know until a heart attack presents or a stroke or kidney failures. And what to understand exactly, first we're gonna start with blood pressure and explain what that is. And that's the force that is put on the arteries as the blood pumps through the um, circulatory system. So high blood pressure occurs when the pressure is chronically high. And over time, as you can see on this uh, little diagram I had, over, this is a normal, the normal pressure on walls. And over time, as the pressure increase, it continues to be high, it causes, it breaks down uh, arteries and causes scar tissue to form. With thin old scar tissue, plaque um, adheres to the walls, which causes the arteries to harden and become weak, eventually damaging the walls. While this is happening, I keep hearing you mention the word harden. So is your is your heart actually turning into like a, a hard, because I know it's like a soft tissue. Uh -huh. So when you mention harden, when your blood pressure is high, is your heart, is the muscle actually hardening? So with the arteries, they're real flexible, elastic, so to say. Mm -hmm. So as the pressure, it's like, the normal flow is like of a water hose, but then if you got something coming out as a pressure washer, it's going to eventually tear in the lining of the arteries up. Mm -hmm. So as you form in scar tissue, just like a scab, it hardens. Mm -hmm. So then the artery walls become hard, so they can't bend and they're not as pliable as they were before in order to let the blood go through. So okay. the heart is pumping harder to try to get the blood through these little narrow arteries now because the scar tissue has formed. The heart is continuously working harder and working out like just with any muscle it tends to enlarge. So here we have a picture of a normal heart and over here on this side which is known as, as left ventricular hypertrophy is when the ventricle, the left ventricle which is usually is what pumps the blood throughout the rest of the body as it continues to work hard it um, enlarges. Mm -hmm. So during that process then it disturbs the flow of the blood and then you have arrhythmias happen that's when heart and stroke because it allows the blood to like clot and pool so that is 
it's not actually hardening it's just causing it it's to just more get the stiff. artery that's doing that yeah. and the artery does what that's it i know one of them carry the vein one carries the blood away from the body so what yeah. does the artery actually do for the in the body the artery supply the body the organs with the oxygen that it needs to survive Okay. Yeah, so once it's pumped out of the heart, you got your oxygen-rich blood. It's pumped out of the heart to the rest of the body. Mm -hmm. And that is what the arteries are for. So that pressure that it needs to get around the body is determined by the function of the arteries. If they're narrow, then the heart has to work harder. If they're relaxed and wide, then it's a smooth flow. Okay. So in detecting this, like able to, being able to measure the blood pressure, mm -hmm. how, do, how does one go about measuring, measuring blood pressure? Well, as many of us, we just like my top number or my bottom number. So your top number, which is the systolic uh, pressure, is that when the heart squeezes. So it's the pressure that is needed to get through the rest of the body. So when the heart contracts, that's your systolic pressure. Once it relaxes, then that's the diastolic or the bottom number. And you use those two numbers to record your uh, blood pressure. Okay. So the National Heart Association has what, what is actually considered a normal a normal blood pressure and versus a high blood pressure. Okay, so normal, most people, they say 120 over 80, but that is really elevated blood pressure. Anything below 120 over 80 is what's considered normal. Okay. And then we have other stages. We have hypertension stage one, which is 130 to 139 over 80 over 89. Stage two is 140 or higher, or your bottom number is 90 or higher. And once you get above those numbers, then you can tend to lead to hypertensive crisis which is higher than 180 and above. And that can lead to stroke. What? A stroke <laughs> yes. and even death at yes, that point. Yes, it can. Okay, so what actually affects the blood pressure? Like, I know some is hereditary. Yes. What are the things that actually um, brings on high blood pressure? Yes. Essential hypertension <laughs> is what most people have, and that's the chronic blood pressure that um, tends to run in families and usually has no cause. And then we have secondary hypertension which is caused by a medical condition or and usually once you correct the medical problem then the hypertension goes away and we also have one that's induced as far as substances like over-the-counter drugs arthritis medication blood pressure I mean not blood pressure pills excuse me birth control pills and tobacco use okay now I even heard of one called what is it the white coat was it white yes. coat, high blood pressure? Yes, that's when you go to the doctor's office and as soon as they walk through the door, you stress. You start sweating. <laughs> you can feel your heart beating in your chest. Yes, that is called a white coat hypertension where it's just, it's in, like induced from a stressful situation. Right, well that's me because I'm scared of the dentist. I'm scared to death. It's amazing some things that you can, you know, you can accomplish yourself. I don't yeah. do the dentist and it actually has on my chart in a lime green sticker that says <laughs> please check high blood pressure prior to being seen so I am one of those yeah. individuals who have blood pressure and I actually suffer from high blood pressure um me as well right so <laughs> I I'm, I do have a I try to have a better understanding I was the hard-headed one no oh, yeah it took me to Yes. You know, to bump my head a couple times. You know times what you're before. supposed to do, but you still don't do what you're supposed to do. Right. That's that's, that's majority of us. Right. And like you mentioned before, it's the silent killer. Mm -hmm. So that means once you start having symptoms, that's when you're in this level. Yeah, of, you're in a hypertensive crisis state. Right. Yeah. And that was and and that's what happened to me. I I literally felt like my brain shifted <laughs> in my head. I'm telling you, I really and I couldn't lift my head off the pillow. Oh God. And, right. And I and it was it was scary. 
And it was that moment when I actually decided to take charge mm -hmm. and say, okay, clearly yeah. there's something that needs to be done about yes. this. And I'm currently on blood pressure medicine um, at the time. So um, now who uh, is there is, is, is like blood pressure, does it have like a target group? Or like who's who seems to be like more affected? Most people that's affected with it are um, children who both parents have it. They're six times more likely to have high blood pressure, and then I think it's four times more likely with just one parent having high blood pressure. Which is for myself, that was me. Both parents, grandfather, grandmother, everybody had high blood pressure, so it right. was just. I ain't gonna say it was my destiny, but I'm pretty. It was. <laughs> and it is a known fact that high blood pressure numbers are increased amongst African Americans. Yes, so that is African Americans and definitely African American males, they're at a greater risk also. Oh, okay. yes. Under the age of forty five, yes, they hit hard by high blood pressure. So So what would you encourage the audience to do if they were trying to um, you know, have better results when it comes to their blood pressure? Yeah, ways to control it as far as like of course a healthy eating habit, regular exercise Staying away from alcohol will reduce the alcohol and staying away from tobacco products. And um, if you are prescribed medication, take it as it's directed. Because for myself, I'm a, I'm a admit I'm terrible. I'm supposed to take pills twice a day, every day. And I tell you, you get busy, caught up in life, and then you're mm -hmm. like, oh, I didn't take my pills. And it's never for it to work. You need to take it at the same time, just so mm -hmm. the levels are constant in your blood. So. And I know I'm working, children, life, I'm like everywhere. I'm supposed to take right. it at 7. I realize that at 11.30 when I'm laying down, I didn't take my pills. So right. it's that you have to like really get on it because it's easy to lose control of it. Now, one thing uh, with me actually being on blood pressure that I think is worth mentioning as well, just because you're prescribed a medication, you still have to pay attention to your side effects. Because I know oh, yes. I've been prescribed blood pressure medicine that had me feeling one medicine had me feeling loopy one of them had my legs mm -hmm. feeling some kind of way so mm -hmm. that's something I think um as well like just because you're prescribed something you need to be aware yes of your body functions aware of how you're feeling things like that right there and even so when you say about being hereditary um knowing like your family medical history yes. can also be beneficial in a situation like this so you can you know, kind of have an idea if this is something that is hereditary, so you'll know something that you might have to look look forward to. Well, I'm gonna say look forward to, but <laughs> not necessarily yeah, look forward to, but I something is coming. <laughs> but like for instance, like like you said, my, both of my parents oh, yes. have high blood pressure, along with grandparents and everything, aunts and uncles. So that is something it's a that balancing act. It's a, it's a while because I even when I was first prescribed medication, I went to my doctor and I told her I'm like I'm not feeling well. She was like, your body's just getting used to it. I'm just like, no, no, I'm like sick. Right. And so she was just like, just give it another week because I was only probably four a week. And she was like, just give it another another week and your body adjusts. So I'm just like, okay. So I try it. And then one morning I go to sleep. I wake up and half of my tongue is was swollen. No. Oh, was no, was no. no. Wow. And where it come to find out, I was allergic. It was an ACE inhibitor, which mm -hmm. most African-Americans are allergic to. But it's one of the first medications they prescribe for hypertension. Right. And so I went to the doctor and she was like, I'm so glad it was just one side because if it was both, you could have probably died in your sleep where you suffocated. That's scary. Yeah. So that's scary. and it took a while to get on. A, uh, even I think up until last year, they finally got my medication on well, correct. Where now is I'm at a normal level. Right. <laughs> so. We're getting there. Right. Now, I heard you mention earlier, um, it's things that you can do. So, high blood pressure is not actually, it's, it's not 
it's not definite. It it can be reversed if yeah. you know if you take you certain can be control. Measures. Yes, you control as far as changing your eating habits and exercising because a set of a sedative lifestyle also you know that causes of course for cholesterol and all that stuff to build up and especially we eat in high fatty diets everybody running a fast food fast restaurant food nobody really exactly eating. it's expensive to eat healthy so, so what kind of foods what kind of foods uh, are you aware of like what kind of foods are suggested like for fruits and veggies just staying away from like anything at the fast food restaurants fries burgers all that right. stuff that's so green greasy. leafy green oh, leafy yes, vegetables always yeah always have yes. increased that fresh fruits um is there like a certain um like Say, for instance, once a week, twice a week for individuals who have high blood pressure, who suffer from high blood pressure, should they? how often should they be checking? You should check it on a, a regular, especially when you're trying to get find the right medication. You should check it like daily at the same time just so you can get a range of where your pressure is. Yeah. And then once you get stabilized on medication, you probably don't have to do it as strenuous as before, but... I would at least check it once a week once you get once on the right path. Yes. And someone with high blood pressure, they should they should have follow up visits with their primary care doctor at least what every every you should unless something is going drastic like if you see some new side effects or you having problems with dizziness, palpitations, or anything outside of the normal, I will set a visit. But outside of that, just your regular annual checkup. Annual checkups. Okay. Okay. Well, Miss Dominique, I think that pretty much covers. Covers everything. Um, for those who uh, may be interested in looking up this information, it will be available on our webpage. Um, we can be reached at www.positiveattitudesthinkinghigher.org. And also, we're available on Facebook, um, that's also Positive Attitudes Thinking Higher, and Instagram, which is Path01. And we look forward to further awareness, further discussion, further conversation to enlighten our audience. So be on the lookout for PATH. We'll be back soon. Until next time. Positive attitudes thinking higher. You can do anything you desire. Positive attitudes thinking higher. can do anything you desire wanna change my life need a new start focus on my goals following my heart never dwelling on negativity being positive is what i claim for me better attitude brighter future know where i'm going finally know my worth always working hard strive to be the best that's the path you take when you want success positive attitudes thinking higher you can do anything you desire positive attitudes thinking higher can do anything you desire wanna change my life need a new start focus on my goals following my heart never dwelling on negativity being positive is what i claim for me better attitude brighter future know where i'm going finally know my words